up everybody yo 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 we are back guys ah back it's good to be back i'm scott as usual host of the baker turtle podcast and this is a one piece time you you one piece time one piece time what's up everybody so yeah like i said it's one piece time um I haven't done one of these in a long, long time. Over a year, actually. Uh, the last one I did was um, not back in December of 2019. So, um, I reviewed chapter 966 titled A Roger's Entrance um, or Roger's Adventure, actually. And um, a lot of chapters have dropped since then. Obviously, it's been over a year. And I'm not going to do a an episode per chapter like I had been doing before. Uh, I'm going to do it like bulk chunks to try to catch up. And this is the first of these. Um, so uh, this, this episode is going to be covering chapters uh, 966 all the way through to 972. So going to be basically covering the, uh, the rest of the odin flashback and then i'll i'll do like another maybe uh 10 or so uh for the next one but i'm just trying to uh catch up that way i can start reviewing the new chapters which are fire by the way but but yeah that's what we're going to be doing um so um if you guys don't know um you know it's been all like i said it's been a while so a lot of you who listen to the podcast probably don't know that i do these one piece reviews so i have a lot of ep- actually these are the the most episodes i have on my podcast is mostly one piece and i've been doing a lot of solo podcasts um which i'm going to continue to do but i do want to add these in now so yeah so let's just go ahead and just get into it guys so you know as we know we left off on the the Odin flashback in 966 when he meets Roger. So Odin meets Roger um, with Whitebeard on the on that island. And, um, you know, he ends up deciding to join Roger on his crew, on his uh, trip to the last island to Raftel. So he was originally with Whitebeard. Um, him and Whitebeard are tight like brothers. Um and Nekomamushi and Indorashi, they were with Whitebeard as well, uh, Izo as well, and Izo decided to stay. And now Nekomamushi and Indorashi actually ended up sneaking up onto Roger's uh, ship. So, you know, we got the three of them. And the reason Odin is joining is because, you know, he can read the Poneglyphs. So this is the reason that Roger was able to find the One Piece and become the Pirate King. So he has a lot to thank uh, Odin for, for that. So, but we get into right into the Rogers adventures, which is awesome and great because we actually uh, get to see a lot of um, what Roger was going through at the time. You know, a lot of uh, Roger is this legendary figure, and to be able to see in the manga and in the anime or whatever to see actually, you know, Roger interact with the world and his crew and um with the different islands that he goes to um it's pretty pretty interesting pretty cool um it's definitely some legend shit some next level in game stuff but um but yeah so you know some of the places they visit we get to see him uh, with tom uh you know as we know tom made uh the oro jackson which is roger's ship 
So that's interesting. So Odin meets Tom. Uh, Frankie's there, but Frankie mentions how he was abandoned by pirates, his parents. Uh, so we get a little cool in that. I, wonder, I do wa- wonder if we're going to get some insight into that later on. Um, so I do do keep. I always keep that in mind whenever I think about Frankie is the fact that we don't really know his origin story. You know, he we just know that he was abandoned by his pirate parents and Tom took him in. So Frankie doesn't really care about pirates, so he doesn't pay any attention to Roger and Odin. So that's it's pretty interesting that Frankie met the, the king of the pirates before he realized it. Uh, so that's interesting. So, um, yeah, that was I think that was around the time that Tom was working on the. Um, what is it? The sea train. So, yeah, so they end up also, you know, on the ship. Uh, I mean, in the in the adventure of Roger's adventures, it's basically a montage. We don't get a lot of details in the manga. Um, we just get like flashbacks of here and there. Um, so they go and they, they see the vi- the, the bridge being built of Tequila Wolf. So that's where Robin was sent with the revolutionaries. Um, that's another big mystery that might hopefully will end up being solved. The fact that Odin, I mean, uh, Oda, the author, um, went back to that, um, and has featured that twice so far, you know, with Robin's flashback and now this makes me think that we might get a little bit more info on that later on towards the end game, hopefully. Um, and then another one is they go to Fishman Island. So Fishman Island, this is probably my most interesting part of uh, the most interest, interesting part to me about Roger's flashback is uh, Fishman Island because, um, you know, there's a prophecy uh, from the shark chick, Madam Charlie, about a somebody to come and uh, going to destroy the whole make a hole and then roger's like no it's not me and it turns out it's the neptune neptunes because they're impatient about someone being born so charlie she's three years old like crazy like that's super young but she's having these visions these prophecies and she uh talks about waiting for the mermaid princess um to be born the um the poseidon who will and this is what the neptunians the uh, sea kings are waiting for you know the shirahoshi the they're obviously they're talking about shirahoshi the print mermaid princess and um and so poseidon uh would destroy the world apparently but um you know there's joy boy's apology to the mermaid princess so a lot of interesting stuff tied into that but charlie says that the mermaid princess is going to be born in 10 years in 10 years so we know that roger is going to die soon so this is an interesting fact because, you know, what um, he can't, I don't think he can fulfill his the promise or do what he needs to do if the mermaid princess isn't there. We need Poseidon. I think Shirahoshi is going to play a big role in the end game in, in the One Piece and with Luffy, um, you know, causing this big war at the end. Um but anyways, so after all that, uh, Toki gets sick, so they head back to Wano, and uh, oh yeah, Toki's with them, so that's oh, obviously Odin's wife. So Toki, Nekomamushi, Inarashi, they stay behind in Wano to help take care, and so they're there over there, and, um, and and the reason Odin couldn't stay, you know, he couldn't stay with his wife and stuff is because he wouldn't return um, because of everything that's going on over there with Kaido, and you know, the, he, it's... It, you can tell it's a really tough decision for him to have to stay behind um, and not be there for Wano. But he has a duty 
to help Roger with the Poneglyphs and, you know, his his uh, freedom heart, his adventureness to go out there and discover the world um, that takes precedent right now. And uh, honestly, it's interesting to think how things would have gone if he, stay, he, he stayed in Wano and tried to defeat Kaido then. But, you know, it is what it is. So he ends up staying with uh, Roger instead. And uh, now they have to, they find the four road poneglyphs. Uh, so finally they found uh, what they need and they're on their way to the last island when uh, Buggy gets sick. So it's, it's very similar, to, I think, to the Usopp disease of like him being too scared to like, oh, um, I'm afraid of, you know, scared of the island-itis or something, you know, some fake illness that some fever that he comes up with to make him think that or not allow him to go i don't know it could be serious i don't know what is it is exactly but for some reason uh buggy doesn't go and shakes stays behind and he has no problem with it he just says uh he takes it like a champ and has the the right attitude and that you know when he gets older he'll have his own ship and he'll visit it his own time so um they finally reach the the last the last uh island and the epic page you guys if you guys haven't seen it you guys have to check out chapter 966 is one of the most epic chapters of all of one piece and uh at the end when they reach laptail they see the one piece and we only see their reactions obviously we're not gonna get spoiled oda's not gonna spoil that for us but we see the reactions and roger just laughed and boy, did this shake up the whole community. Like, he just laughed. Like, what is it? What's the one piece? The what, to what is the treasure? And he talks about Joy Boy. Like, oh, man. Like, he uh, kind of like he has, like, some sense of humor or something. Like, he's laughing. Maybe it has to do with the fact that Roger's going to die and they need the Mermaid Princess in 10 years. Maybe. Um, I don't know what it is, but they're too, they were too early. That's one thing that Rayleigh mentioned way back in Sabandi that uh, they were too early um and that, that again that just i, I can only think of shirahoshi in the 10 years and the neptune the the sea kings needing their uh sovereign king to lead them um but roger just laughed so it must be some something interesting but they laugh and it's they just crying with tears and it's just pure joy pure happiness they learned everything all the secrets of the world they learned everything and um yeah, so he, he, but he mentions Joy Boy. So the One Piece treasure has something to do with Joy Boy. Joy Boy is huge. And because of the reaction, Roger is actually the one that named the last island as Laugh Tale. It's Laugh Tale, not Raft Tale. Um, so interesting. But, anyways, moving on to uh, the next part here. Um, we have um, Odin's return. So, you know, they come back and we learn that, you know, Roger's going to die. Uh, he's sick. And um, Roger tells something to Shanks, which is very interesting that he told him because um, they don't, it doesn't tell us, it doesn't show us in the manga what it is that Roger tells Shanks. But Shanks starts crying and he's just like clutching onto him. So I wonder, I don't know, I wonder what it is. Um, it makes you think because I believe Buggy and Shanks were taken in as baby orphans. So in a sense, Roger is like his dad. Um, they were raised by Roger and Rayleigh and all them. So Shanks is like some orphan. We don't even know his last name. So Shanks could be some 
I don't know, some uh, celestial dragon type. He could be from the God Valley incident that happened. Uh, we don't we don't know, honestly, Shanks' history or what's going on with Shanks. But he's crying. Um, and we get like a little, again, another flashback to Fishman Island when Roger can hear the Sea Kings talk. And so can Odin because uh, he has the voice of all things. They, they both have the voice of all things. So they can they can understand what they're talking about. And they talk about the two sovereigns shall meet. Uh, so two sovereign kings. And so one being born. Um, so obviously one of them being Shirahoshi. I think one of them is obviously Shirahoshi um, leading the Sea Kings. But the other one is is up in the air. Some people, another obvious choice is Luffy. But others are thinking maybe Vivi. Um, Vivi's a good contention. I don't know. But I'm thinking probably Luffy. Um, but anyway, so Roger talks about. You know, because they were too early, whatever, and what they're going to do about what they learned. He says, I will have a son. So Roger's goal is to have a son. And that's Ace. Um, so Roger wanted Ace to fulfill basically his destiny. But, you know, it got transferred through to Luffy anyway. So, you know, in a sense, it's weird. Like, they all kind of, like, switched fathers. Like, everybody's father is not their real father. You know, like, Ace's father real father is roger but he's got whitebeard as his, as his father figure and um also garp took over uh raising ace so ace has garp and whitebeard um and then you got luffy his real dad is dragon but he was raised by garp and he was raised by um you know dadan and then you have sabo and he was raised by luffy's real dad dragon so it's in, it's interesting you know the the way things are like that but anyways so um so one thing odin definitely uh mentions is that he wants to open the borders of wano before joy boy appears so again the, the, all these things are like some weird mind tricks of like what the fuck is going on because we know joy boy lived in the in the uh the void century 800 years ago so what do you mean when joy before joy boy appears he's going to appear again is that is that a title? Is that like a... That's not anybody specific. Is that like the same thing as Poseidon? Like Poseidon is a reincarnation of the mermaid princess over and over. Um, is that is that what they mean by Joy Boy? It's like a reincarnation of a figure, of a type of person? Or is it like an actual person? Uh, we don't know. So, But he does mention the importance of opening the borders of Wano. So Wano is key. Really, really important. Joy Boy is important. All this stuff. So anyways, Odin comes back, you know, um, he's done with his adventure. Roger pirates split up, you know, they've, they've, he, he gets all the glory. He gets his, um, he gets, uh, the King of the Pirates title. He gets, he, he has the one piece and then he knows he's going to die soon. So he voluntarily disbands the, his crew and that, also means Odin, of course, but now Odin goes back to Wano and he finds out about everything that's been going on with Orochi. And so all that's just like everything that happened with Roger. Now Odin has to deal with this shit like goddamn. So Orochi, as we know, um, took over for Odin. Uh, he, you know, deceived everyone, uh, presumably maybe killed his dad to become the Shogun, used some trickery with the with the the clone clone fruit chick the old hag who can imitate other people so 
it's very you know and then he, he's being like a dictator there he's he's creating factories he's got kaido backing him up and so the rebellion was quashed they tried uh before to rebel and they take back wano but odin wasn't there um toki was injured you can see the the arrow through her leg so he's pissed you know that's he's like that's my girl bro that's my girl and he shot they shot her with the arrow she's got a scar it's another pe pe thing people were speculating at the time is that the fact that they showed us the scar on the leg and how prominent it is and how visible um maybe it could come back to play um a part in the future as like an identi uh, identifier to toki so maybe we'll see somebody with that kind of scar on their leg um but it was just interesting that Oda chose to draw and reveal the scar. Uh, but anyways, Odin is pissed. Like you can see it in his face. So we have his epic rush. You know, he's running through and he goes and um, he attacks Orochi. He's just pissed. But he's got the barrier, barrier fruit guy. So uh, one of the other old people that is helping Orochi is somebody with the barrier, barrier fruit, which is basically Bartolomeo's fruit before uh he got it so this obviously this is like 20 something years ago um so he can't he can't kill rochi he's protected and he's got the 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 baba chick with the clone and he's frustrated you know he can't there's nothing he can do like uh and but shinobu is watching in the ceiling so that's key because she sees the truth and um at first we're not given a reason why we just cut to odin's crazy dance so odin is like basically naked with a little loincloth and he's dancing like a fool and it just seems like he just caved in and just like was a little bitch and just you know didn't give a fuck and uh it's just dancing like an idiot and every, while everybody's suffering wanting to rebel and they have odin they have all his retainers but all he does is dance in the street and obviously that we know there's gotta be a reason for this. Is we know Odin. We know Odin and his honor, his his integrity and all that stuff. So he's gotta be doing this for a good reason. But we just don't know yet. Uh, and but this starts to start starts leading to people losing faith in Odin and start calling him a fool of a lord. So that leads to the next uh so a few more chapters. We got a fool of a lord. So we learn about him. So he dances every week for a year. And um, we learn what the names of the um, the old people are. That they're Kuro Kurozumi clan. The Kurozumi Higarashi. And Kurozumi Semimaru. So, um, so this is when we learn that Orochi tricked Luano. Using the clone of Odin's father. So we don't know if he's dead or not. Um, there is some theory that he's actually Hitetsu, the Tengu guy from, that was taking care of Tama in the beginning of the Wano arc. That could people think that could be um, Odin's dad. What was his name? Uh, Sukiyaki, something like that. Um, I don't know, but we learned that Odin was forced to dance um, to protect. Uh, basically Wano, you know, that's the deal that he makes with Orochi. And, uh, so one year later, um, so that's when, oh, Roger dies. He finds out about Roger's death and he's just running up and down the beach crying. And it obviously, you know, that was devastating for him. Uh, two years later after that, then that's when, uh, Gekko Moria 
uh, attacks Kaido uh, in Ringo, and then that's when he takes Ryuma's grave and gets the the was it Shisui uh, from from Ryuma, and he goes, you know, so that's just that's interesting that Oda, you know, sprinkled that that kind of information in, so we know about that. Um, also, and then five years later, so a long time. That's that's what's crazy. Like a lot of time goes by. He just goes by year after year after year, and this just goes on. And he's just dancing once a week for for five years. And then on the fifth year, finally, um, Orochi comes to Curry, and he talks about he's gonna build some factories for weapons. And um, but this confuses Odin because he's like, I thought we had a deal. I thought, you know, what about you guys' ships? And then he's like, what do you mean ships? And so, again, uh, Odin was tricked. And the deal was that if Odin listened to Orochi and he danced and he acted like a fool for five years, that would give Orochi and Kaido enough time to build ships so they can sail away. And he's like, all right, fine. Uh, you got what you got. Like Odin's like, okay, you got what you want and just leave when you get the chance but instead you know they tricked them and the whole time they've been just building their army and uh weapon manufacturing and they've turned wano into a, a labor clan a labor camp like a slave labor thing so uh this obviously pisses off odin because he's breaking the deal you know he's not being true to his word and um so then you know the last thing that they that that Odin can't stand. This is the last straw. This is the, the straw that breaks the camel's back. Is that they take Hyogoro to the prison camp because it was the they were defiant and um, and actually killed Hyogoro's right wife. So Odin was pretty close. Was really really close, honestly, to Hyogoro and his wife. And so when he learned that out, he was like, "All right, this is it. Like, I've taken too much. You know, like." It's time to attack Kaido. So this leads to dun, 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 the Hour of Legends. Man. And this is where the Odin flashback comes to a peak head. And boys, this this is um, this is the juicy part, guys. So moving on to chapter 970 called Odin versus Kaido. So we finally see Odin face off versus Kaido. Uh, Kaido is prepared though, so Kaido for some reason knows that Odin's gonna attack him. So this again brings up the idea of like, oh wait, I remember there's a spy. There's some somebody in the in the group is a spy and is being a, like a, a double agent and um, revealing information to Orochi and Kaido because we we learned about this through the Wano arc. Also, we we just been getting hints from it because from Zoe, the fact that Jack knew that Raizo was on Zoe, um, a lot of things. And uh, so it's like, wait, Kaido is prepared for Odin, um, even though um, uh, even though Kaido is like outnumbering them and the stuff, he, uh, Odin still, you know, and his retainers, his samurai, Definitely put up quite a fight. Uh, but Kaido reveals that the reason why they had to lie and make that deal before, they couldn't just, you know, tell them straight up. Because, honestly, they were at a disadvantage. They didn't have enough troops, and they knew they would f lose. So, honestly, if Odin had attacked back then, 
we probably would have won but alas like i said it is what it is a lot of um shoulda coulda was but odin's like all right fuck this it's it's going down so um so they start to fight you know the samurai's obviously beasting kaido's army isn't really that strong you know they're just a bunch of grunts but you do have the top guys and shinobu actually this is where shinobu joins in as a retainer she's the um joining in as as part of odin's crew she changes sides because she was with fukurukuju the leader of the Oniwabanshu, the ninjas so she defects from the ninja groups joins odin and um it's just like an all-out war basically and so and at this point you know odin this is where we get to see that odin cuts kaido so he leaves him with the x mark uh kaido is like whited out like he's almost like he's he's about to die like Ka like odin is getting kaido's number and then of course we get some trickery we get the clone clone fruit user the uh what was her higarashi the the old hag lady chick who can transform into other people she tricks odin by transforming into his son momonosuke and like distracting him and calling out for him like dad and he obviously you know being a father looks back in in um worry and that's when kaido uses that distraction as an advantage to attack odin and he defeats um odin so it's very disgraceful very dishonorable uh went a uh, victory for kaido and the crew but you know it is what it is anyways so odin spares shinobi shinobu i mean um by disavowing her saying that you know she's not part of his crew so he you know at least saves her from being captured so we have all the akazaya 9 captured we have odin captured they obviously they don't kill him they just send him to prison but they do uh have an execution so they plan an execution uh to he is sentenced to boil and as we do know we do know odin's dead we do know we do know that he does die from boiling so we know this is the moment he dies um so this is a, a challenge for oda because the the author because we know how it ends so to make it epic he has to fill in what we don't know with epicness what we do know we do know he boils so how is he going to make it epic and um that's when we get to that's when we get to the good shit so just a few more chapters left we got sentenced to boil and as you guys know uh just a little recap for at this time we got the cover chapters and this is around the uh where the uh oh my family with gang beige who is on dress rosa we had the you know the the kissy pirates or whatever the cuties uh the cooties and then we got lola and chiffon there i think we i think lola's there but anyway so we got Gotti uh trying to save he thinks it's chiffon but i think it's lola i don't know but you know we got some shit going on with the cover page anyways so moving on to the chapters to the main story we odin is sentenced to boil and so the boiling is begins so it's only supposed to take a few seconds because they're boiling in a big pot of oil and bro oil boiling like boiling this is gonna like it should incinerate you guys like you should just be melted like it's so hot thousands of degrees right 
and it should only take 10 seconds because it's oil and so um and then everybody thinks everybody in the crowd sees odin and captured and they come to the conclusion that it's, it's because odin couldn't beat kaido and then little do there's a lot that the people don't know there's a lot the people are the, the people of wano are assuming that they have wrong they have the whole story wrong because of their perceptions and they think that odin couldn't beat kaido but we know as readers we know the real story and we know that he was tricked he was going to defeat kaido he could have defeated kaido but was tricked and betrayed so uh, and again we do know there's a spy so you know there's a lot of sneaky um things going on to prevent odin from succeeding here so anyways so before the boiling starts though we do uh, odin does request that to let them lift if they can withstand the oil so if they can withstand the boiling for however long he says then he wants to make another deal i don't know why he tries to make a deal because he should have learned from last time that orochi doesn't keep his deals but he does make, try to make another deal that if he survives the boiling, that he should let them live. And so Kaido is, thinks this is hilarious. So he's like, fine, I'll give you guys one hour. Can you see if you can last one hour? So this is the hour of legends. This is the epicness that Oda fills in with the unknown. We know Odin dies from boiling, uh, but we don't know what happens in between. And so the hour that Kaido is giving Odin um, to survive. So Odin gets in and and well, actually before that, we see that somebody does accidentally slip in and we see what happens when you go in. So that's interesting thing that Oda uh, put there is the fact that um, you get to see what a what happens to a normal person. That way this this hypes up the how incredible the feat is that odin uh does so the guy who goes into the boiling he just comes out all fried and screaming and just sizzling and melted like it's 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 gruesome it's bad um he go he lasts in there for a second and he's instantly dead right so we see what happens like fuck and odin is supposed to be in there for an hour no shot but we got this is odin we're talking about like rivaling roger whitebeard kaido he's one of the top five in the verse bro right so odin gets in and like he screams like ah and uh but he starts to withstand it and you know people are starting to get shocked a little bit and then he pulls out a plank a big ass board a big plank and then he tells everyone to fit on it so all of his retainers all the akazaya nine raizo uh kinemon uh kanjiro kiku inurashi nekomamushi all of them um you know even uh ashura doji all on this big ass plank so these are big dudes right you know like you got the mink we got inurashi nekomamushi those guys are huge you know ashura doji is huge all these huge characters being held up by odin on this plank as he's in the oil boiling he's boiling and you can and it even shows you can see like his feet are cracking it's is popping his vessels like and they start to wonder how strong is his skin and like he's boiling and he's still holding up this plank like let alone 
like the normal person couldn't even hold up the people let alone do it while boiling in the in the freaking oil like this is crazy um but at this point you know he's just withstanding it and then people are like uh this is getting this is kind of boring like he's just standing there in the oil holding up these people and he's not dying like people came to see the execution so they start jeering and 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 booing, kind of just heckling and being like, "Oh, this is boring, oh, whatever." Why don't you just, you know, just saying some shit in the crowd? And this pisses off Shinobu because she knows the truth. She knows what the fuck Odin is going through to save Wano. Like so Odin is putting Wano on his back, and she just can't handle how ungrateful the people of Wano are to Odin. Of what he's done to keep them safe and they think he's a fool of a lord they think he's been dancing like an idiot for in the streets like as a peasant for years and he's not fighting kaido he couldn't defeat kaido all this shit and so you know what she snaps and she's people are getting bored and and so um orochi just kind of like reveals everything at this point he's just like yeah he, he he doesn't care about being a leader. Like He just wants to get revenge on the country for the persecution that his family, the Kurozumi clan, faced. So we get a little bit of glimpse of his motivation, which is, which is, uh, which is cool because this insinuates um, that there might be some redemption later on. Like something that can be resolved. Because the reason Orochi and, you know, the, the old people are committing this this stuff against wano and like tricking and taking over and being like a tyrant dictator and wanting to get revenge is because orochi as a child was persecuted just for being part of the kurizumi clan uh because something that his grandfather did you know like it's 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 ancestral guilt the the sins of your family being passed on to you which is wrong like so it's 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 this complication i i love the complication because it's it makes orochi not a flat character anymore it makes him a little bit rounder like a complicated complex character in the sense that what happened to him was unjust you know he has it's hard to say good reason but he has at least a reason why he wants to get revenge and it just doesn't make it because he's evil he's he's he feels he has resentment and so in my opinion, this could lead to, you know, Momonosuke being part of the Kazuki clan, somehow, you know, um, making it up to the Kurozumi clan uh, for what happened to them. I don't know. Maybe the Kurozumi clan should just all be wiped out. I don't know what, what Odin's plans is, but this does add another element that I think was really interesting. Um, so because his grandpa tried to, you know... Um, cause a, a coup create a coup to take over he had he committed seppuku and the family was, was persecuted so um so that's so then he also rochi also reveals that odin um was offered to save wano if he danced every day as an apology to the kurozumi clan so it's like a reparations kind of like apologizing like i mean odin was trying to to repair the relationship he was trying to have that um you know the sincere apology of it um by dancing and making a fool of himself and 
if he didn't do that, then Orochi said he was going to start killing people. Um, but Orochi actually, I mean, uh, Odin actually protected the land and Wano. And this this devastates everybody in the crowd because they're they just their mind just got shattered. They they were thinking that Odin was this dumb fool they can't rely on anymore. They had all these bad perceptions, these judgments, and um, and they just now realize that oh shit, the person who's we sh can rely on the most, the one who's our hero, our savior, is boiling right now, and the dictator right there um is just uh just explain revealing the whole plan to everyone so uh yeah and then that's when um you know it's uh, some time has been going by with the boiling and uh now we lead to the this is going to be the last chapter that I go over 972 um, of this review so we have the title i am odin and i was born to boil so this is something that we've heard often um throughout one piece about odin is that you know he's been saying how he was born to boil um because he's odin you know those of you who don't know odin is a type of food in japanese culture that you boil to it's like a, a soup like a yeah some sort of soup that you boil so him being named Odin, he's like, I was born to boil, like some pun, some joke, right? But it's 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 ironic because he is actually boiling in oil right now. Um, anyways, so the people start are all confused because um, they just the revelation that Shinobu and Orochi and all of them just just uh, revealed is like shocking to them. So then start some people start to. Uh, defy the execution they they're trying to stop it and they they're trying to say hey you know like stop the execution like this is not okay no and but orochi starts just shooting people and killing them um now people realize that odin was their savior and it starts to become just real tragic this is when the tears start to come out this is when you start this is the gut feeling of like feeling like fuck like we fucked up like this is it like there's no hope anymore this is De desperation this is despair this is the opposite of hope <sighs> but um before but but as odin is boiling he does have one message to say he he says to everyone that if he gets out of this alive that after all of this the one thing he wants to do is he wants to open up the country please open up the country open up the borders of wano that it was the Kozuki clan who closed the country back then. And Odin learned that it was to protect them from an external power. So he learned this, obviously, through his adventures with Roger and reading the Poneglyphs. So he knows something that we, even as the readers, don't know. We know that the we know that the Kozuki made the Poneglyphs, but we don't we didn't know that they are the ones that closed the borders of Wano. We don't even know why the borders are closed. We don't know why they need to be opened. These are all questions that we're wondering and uh Odin is telling everybody we need to do this because it was to protect them from an external power. What is the external power? Probably the world government. It was probably closed during the void century so that the world government couldn't come into Wano and take over. Um that's my assumption, but we have to get that figured out. So He's saying that the world awaits a figure. And we're obviously this, in my opinion, insinuates this is like, you know, foreshadowing Luffy. They're talking about Luffy here, I think. Awaiting Luffy. He's the figure. He's the quote unquote joy boy. So open Wano. So um, 
the time is going down and, you know it's 30 minutes five minutes and finally you know it's the time's up the odin survives he says um uh open up wano he's he's the time is up everyone's cheering they're cheering him on yeah he did it he survived he's like fucking bleeding he's sweating he's his skin is is a little bit melted like ripping off you know he's obviously not in good shape but um but then orochi at the last minute said that he changed his mind obviously again couldn't uh keep his end of the deal and uh he changes his mind says that he's gonna be executed by firing squad so it's 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 uh ggs at this point so you know um odin wants to save his his vassals his um the akazaya nine so he throws the plank off all the akazaya nine go flying off they obviously they weren't boiled they're alive perfectly fine um and uh kaido apologizes to odin for the trick he the the old hag did by turning into his son and distracting him which led kaido to defeat odin so obviously there again some more um characterization of kaido he's not as flat anymore we're starting to learn a little bit more about kaido and he has this dishonorable feeling that doesn't sit right with him like he shows some honor there by apologizing and he knows and it was something that that is not obviously isn't it's not something he ordered I, at least i don't think it's not, it's it doesn't it's not shown that he ordered it it seems that it's something he didn't want happened but happened and he took advantage of and he feels bad for doing that because he didn't win the right way so we get some integrity there with kaido he apologizes but he kills odin uh he he pulls out his gun shoots uh odin right in the head as um yeah, wait, 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 before I tell you, you know, before, I already told you he, he died by a shot in the head. But, yeah, before he gets shot, though, the one thing he says before Kaido does it, he says, you know, for I, he says, I hope you gather this strength while you can. Because, for I am a story to accompany your drinks. And he says, for I am or Odin, and I was born, for I am Odin. And I was, and then he gets shot right in the middle of his saying, obviously the, his famous saying of, I was born to boil. But before he could finish saying, I was born to boil, the crowd yells it out for him. And this gave me chills. This is giving me chills now thinking about it, that the whole, everybody there, all the people just said, born to boil. They scream it out because they know Odin was born to boil. And it's just like this respect, this, this reverence to odin and his death he gets shot and he goes down smiling and you can see his teeth smiling again another theme in one piece those dying with a smile and odin dies and then we get a rush 20 years to the future the figures 20 years into the future the figures who will change the world are going to reach the new world and i'm thinking obviously maybe this is uh, obviously the straw hats this is luffy and them but also the supernova the the 11 supernova we got kid law luffy uh zoro killer hawkins drake beige rose bonnie 
and Apu, like all those guys, like these are the main figures. And um, and then we get a little bit of hint of Toki before we go to the future, and that's where I'm gonna end it, guys, on Odin's death. So just a big sigh, guys, because that is deep. I can't, I can't wait for. Um, you know, I'm gonna talk about it in the next section because. Uh, the next session is going to be talking about the anime. But the anime right now is actually in the middle of uh, Odin's flashback. So actually around the part where I started this uh, podcast with um, with Odin joining Roger. So that's what that's where we are right now. He just we just we just finished. I'll talk about this in the next session. But yeah, so I, I, I just want to mention this because I'm really interested to see how one of my favorite YouTubers, Uzumaki Khan, is going to react to this flashback because he loves flashbacks. And he even want he's he's mentioned how he would love an Odin flashback. And he's going to get what he wants. And because this is this is the longest flashback too, and we know how flashbacks go in One Piece. It's epic, and this did not, this did not um, disappoint. This is, in my opinion, the best flashback in the series. You know, up there with Robin's. Ah, um, uh, well, Robin's is just sad. You know, there's not a lot, of inf a lot of info. You know, with Odin, we get so much info. We get the Roger stuff. We get the Whitebeard stuff. We get um, the One Piece stuff. We get Kaido. We get you know the boiling all this stuff and it's just this hero odin like we didn't even we didn't even know what he looked like before the flashback right we we just had silhouettes we we it was all name it was all s legend it was all myth until we got to see it and and hyping someone up that much odin like he's been talked about for hundreds of chapters he's the, like this great character and to have that expectation and to rise to that expectation, Oda, I can only applaud you. I can only applaud you. Like, because this was masterful. This flashback and the way it was like structured too, because, you know, he didn't drag it out too long. He didn't skip too much stuff. You know, he did montage a lot of the Roger stuff, but that's because, you know, he didn't want to reveal too much. You know, it's this isn't Roger's story. You know, this is Luffy's story. And we just need to know some things about the past so that we can move forward. But we don't need to know everything. And I think Oda did the perfect balance. Just placed the right amount of time in the right amount of area. He had a whole chapter about just the hour of the legends, right? But then he spent like a whole chapter montaging days and weeks and months through Roger's journey, right? So the pacing, the the emotions, the the twists, the the foreshadowing is just amazing. And I can only give this a 10 out of 10. Um I love it, but there's a lot of implications for this, guys. Like I, I, I talked about it uh, during the chapters, but yeah. So we have, you know, the One Piece stuff, the red laugh, the the again, like like I said, in, even the Joy Boy stuff we learned, the Poseidon stuff, the um, the sovereigns, you know, um, ten years, you know, them being too, Roger being too early, all this stuff. So that that's gonna play in the future. Um, again, you know, the the Toki thing with the the scar i don't know if that's gonna be play or, or not but man and then we finally get to see the hour of the legends and uh yeah so whoo all right well i'm gonna i'm gonna add the manga review here guys and i'm going to move on to the next part um 
with uh with the anime so uh stay tuned for that and uh let's get into it right now actually Alright guys, so we're in the anime review section. So I, I've um, I haven't caught up to the anime, you know, when I took a break from the manga chapters, I took a break from the um, well, I didn't take a break from the manga chapter, I just took a break from reviewing them on my podcast. But obviously I have to keep up to date with the manga. But I kept up to date, didn't review it, but I didn't watch any at the anime. Um I liked the thing about the anime is that it's it's uh slow paced. It, you know, obviously the episode's like 20 minutes long. I can read a chapter in five minutes, you know, it's, so it's very time consuming thing. So I do, I would like to rack them up, have um, a bunch that I have a watch instead of just one every week. And right now I think I have about, what, I don't know, 30, 40, probably 40 episodes to watch. So that's good. Um, the last episode I watched was around the Udon prison part with uh luffy and hyo and them um and uh so that's where i'm at right now but because i'm getting back into reviewing i'm i want to get back into the anime a lot of the epic stuff is car is starting um I'm, i started over i started one off in the beginning again um and i've been watching that you know watched Luffy get wrecked by Kaido. Um, now I'm in Act Two, and like I said, I'm in the Udon prison part. So this is around the time where Queen shows up, um, and Luffy and Hio break out. So I, I'm not quite there where they break out yet. Um, Big Mom is on her way. So very very interesting part of the anime, but man, you, you guys definitely should get get on this uh arc this wano arc in the anime because the animation is on point the the animation the the colors the it's just it's some of the episodes are honestly movie quality shit it's movie quality where like it looks so clean so crisp the line art the the colors the music the the action the the fluidity of the motion you know sometimes i've i complain um about some of the episodes where it just looks like they're just still pictures, like still images, images of crowds of people, and they're not even moving. Like they're not, like their arms are just up in the air, like screaming, yeah. And it's just like obviously some budget cuts, some um, lazy stuff. But um, some, but. It's not like that with Wano. Like, Wano is just crisp. I mean, maybe there's, like, one or two or a few episodes like that. But it's been a lot, a lot of episodes that are pretty fire right now. And like I said, I, I would love to Uzumaki Khan to come back. I know that he's going through a lot right now. Um, you know, we're still in the quarantine. And I heard that, you know, he his family got hit with the, the COVID and all that stuff. And that he actually lost, um, he lost a child. Um, from, um, his, uh, his wife had a miscarriage, I guess. So I, I know that's a little personal, but I think that information is out there and, um, it's, it's, 
it's helpful to know that because that's a good reason why he's not here on YouTube. You know, he, he needs to have time to take care of his family, take care of the things he needs to do. You know, he does. He also has a sick son. He has a, you know, a lot of problems going on right now. So, you know, he, he can take his, whatever time as he needs. And it's honestly like a win-win. He can take care of his family while also at the same time, um, he can let some episodes rack up and things like that. So, um, yeah, so, yeah, so that's, that's, uh, that's the thing about the anime, but I'm just catching up right now. I'm in, in the middle of the, like I said, the act two. So a lot of the good stuff is going to be happening right now. And, um, yeah, so I don't really have any other anime news. I think, uh, April is going to be fire because this is the ending to Odin's flashback. So if you're listening to this now or in, in this month, please check out the anime on Saturdays. And, uh, yeah, so, um, actually gonna, uh, move on to the ending part here now, guys. Um, you know, that's all I have to say. It's going to be the ending of the episode. going to try to keep this to under an hour long, I guess. So I'm back, guys, with the One Piece time chapters. Uh, next time, I'll be going over um, the rest of the beginning to Act 3, I believe. So Act 2 finished. We did, we're did. we in the Odin flashback. And now that the Odin flashback is just about finished, um, we're going to see what happens. So last time we checked up in the present time in the manga was when they're gonna start the raid right this is the exciting part yes so they're gonna start the raid the day of the fire festival is here um but the ships are gone the ships are destroyed we the akazaya nine are alone they don't know what's going on and we got to figure out what the fuck is going on but anyways guys so thank you guys for listening anybody who listened this far i love you uh thanks for the support um big fan of one piece i assume so you know nakama and then uh i'll check you guys out next time so uh thanks for listening everyone and uh remember guys check out the chapters for free they're free don't pirate the chapters because we want to support oda we want to support uh the manga business so go ahead check out the shonen jump app it is free it's also the last three chapters are free, so go ahead and read. You can read the last three if you just want. To, if you want to read all one thousand chapters of One Piece. It's only about two bucks a month, two or three bucks a month for all the manga in Shonen Jump. Not just One Piece, not just Naruto, not just My Hero Academia, not just you know Haikyuu, not just all that shit. It's everything. So amazing deal if you ask me. Um, support the manga you read guys and uh, watch the anime on saturdays and i will catch you guys next time thanks for listening and uh, until then peace out